Welcome to episode two, the Chris Gooden Fitness Podcast. I'm really glad that you are joining me today. Thank you for being here on this journey with me. And I promise that every week we're going to get better. Every week we're going to build on what we've done in our previous episode. I believe in being consistent over time, get you to where you want to be. And this is going to be no different. Oftentimes we try something. We're not perfect at it that first time. And then what happens? We quit. We give up. We stop trying instead of pushing ourselves to get better and better and better. That is what I am going to do here. And you can follow along and watch and listen because I am putting these podcasts on my YouTube channel so you can see me do this. And I'll also have it uh, in audio version only so you can listen uh, as you're working out or driving or walking the dogs, whatever you want to do, maybe cooking, whatever that is. But as I get better with this and I keep sharing my thoughts and my ideas and my insight on fitness and wellness, I hope that you'll see that consistency wins out. Intensity is great, but consistency is more important. And you'll hear me continue to say this over and over and over again. You may even get bored of me saying this. So if you want to speed this up to one and a half or two times speed, you will not hurt my feelings. I'll get a little bit of coffee while we're doing this. One thing that I promise to do as we're kind of laying the groundwork here, I promise that I will not eat on this podcast. I cannot stand when people eat on a podcast. I get it. You're hungry. That's cool. No problem. Maybe it was an impromptu podcast. You're caught off guard. No problem. I get it. Put the food down. (laughs) Go back to it after you're done. Right? Or say no. It's a perfect opportunity to practice saying no. I have a really hard time with that. Drinking water, drinking some coffee. Heck, having a beer. That's okay. I don't mind that. It's the eating uh, that uh, that bugs me. But I grew up an only child, confession time. So I've got some weird quirks. That's okay. So let's talk wellness. Let's talk fitness. Let's talk everything. As we're, again, sort of laying that groundwork. So you know where I'm coming from. I don't view wellness as one component. Okay. I don't view it as just one aspect uh, of your life. In other words, a lot of people think that wellness should be purely physical. I disagree. I think physical Wellness is a huge component of overall wellness. But 
we have to remember that there are many different components of an overall wellness uh, life, okay? So I'm going to talk about intellectual wellness, emotional wellness, financial wellness, spiritual wellness, and how all of those tie in together to look to, to basically create that holistic wellness outcome that we're after. Because what happens when you focus so hard, and I've seen this time and time again, you focus so hard on that one component. So you're, you're killing yourself focusing on that physical wellness, that part that everyone sees. But your family is feeling the burden of that or your friends or your work or your bank account or your mental health is seeing the negative implications of you going so hard on just your physical health, which ultimately returns me to my premise of consistency over intensity. I would rather you work on all the components or at least three of the components rather than just one at a level of 10. So I hope that makes sense. It's the same thing that we see sometimes with very successful, driven individuals. They work very hard in developing their business, their financial health, and they build up a huge retirement account or bank account. Their health, their, their physical health suffers. They're not around long-term to enjoy the things that they worked so hard for. So you see, you've got to be able to maximize both. You have to be able to balance both. We see people all the time who may look the part, maybe their bank account is great. Maybe their social health is wonderful and they've got a lot of friends, but they don't work on themselves enough and their mental health suffers. So all of this wraps together and not one component is more important than the others. They're all equally important. There's going to be times in the year where you focus a little bit more on one rather than the other, but the main point is we don't want to disregard or neglect one component. So how do we do that? I'm glad you asked. We have to develop habits. Now, I, I said in episode one, these aren't going to be long podcasts, so we're going to kind of tackle a little bit at a time. My, my goal is to keep these 10 to 15 minutes in length, except maybe when I have a, a guest on. So I want to dive in a little bit to how we tackle these health components, these wellness components that, that make up our, 
our overall health, right? And the way we do that, you probably already guessed, is to set goals. But we have to be careful with the goals that we set. Are the goals that we set, are they your goal or are they somebody else's? Oftentimes, we set goals for ourselves and the goals that we set are goals that we think someone else wants us to have. They're not the goals that we want. So I would challenge you, if you're listening to this right now, take a minute, hit the pause button, really think about the goals that you want, not what somebody else wants. But in a perfect world, what goal do you want? Do you want to make $100,000 a year and have to work 15 hours a day to do it? Or would you rather make $40,000 a year and have time for your kids' sporting events and be happy, as Gary Vanderjug likes to say? I know myself, I would rather be happy, make less money, but be able to enjoy everything. Now, if you can do both, sure. Do you really want to lose the 100 pounds? And of course, I'm, I'm just throwing a random number out. Do you really want that? Why do you want to lose the weight? Is it because society wants you to? Or is it because you actually want to? Do you want to read more books? Why do you want to read more books? Let's really understand why you want to do something and make sure that you're doing it because you want to, not because someone else wants you to. Because ultimately, if you are picking a goal or goals that you don't want to accomplish or that really aren't for you, what do you think your likelihood of likelihood is of getting to that goal? Probably not very high, right? So we have to pick appropriate goals. I'm not saying we have to pick easy goals. We just have to pick appropriate goals. So in other words, you have a physical goal of losing weight. Okay, great. Is it really 100 pounds? Or is it 50 Or is it just getting in better shape? Now, yes, we have to tie something specific to that. But just grabbing a number out of thin air is not going to do you any good because it's not concrete and it's not what you want. Now, once you have that goal, what do we do? Whether it's financial and you want to save $20,000 this year. Maybe it's that physical component. You want to lose 50 pounds, 100 pounds. You want to read 20 books. Whatever the goal is, how do we get there? We have to set a habit. We have to create a habit that encourages us and almost forces us to get to that goal. So for me, a couple of the things that I do is 
I know that I want to read 20 books this year. I've broken that down to how many books I need to read each quarter. There's four quarters this year. So I'm going to read five books a quarter. And that's my goal. Now I know if I can do that, I'm going to hit my overall goal. Okay. What habit can I set up daily to help push me in that direction? For me, I have a daily habit of reading for 30 minutes or listening to an audiobook that counts for me at least for 30 minutes every day. Maybe for you, it's a weight loss goal. And I know I keep going back to that. It's not all about the physical, but this helps a lot of people wrap their head around the idea and the concept. Maybe it's losing weight. Well, you're not going to lose all the weight at one time. Barring some catastrophic injury that I don't want to happen to you. So how do we set up a habit to lead to that? Maybe we set up a habit of drinking more water. One more glass of water a day. And we set that habit of drinking a glass of water right before you have your first drink of the day. In other words... Have a glass of water before your morning cup of coffee. If you don't drink coffee, have an extra glass of water in the morning. Maybe it's a five-minute walk daily. Maybe it's 10 squats, bodyweight squats, as soon as you get out of the shower or before you get in the shower every day. Something like that that gets you into the habit of being consistent with movement. If it's a financial goal and you're trying to save $20,000, well, let's break that down to how many, or excuse me, how, how much you would need to save each day or each month and focus on hitting that goal rather than the overall goal. And how do you do that? You create a habit. I'm going to start drinking coffee at home. I'm going to start bringing my lunch to work. I'm going to start eating leftovers for dinner. So all of that is well and good, getting to the habits. But what happens when you forget them? What happens when... You don't remember what your goal is. We've all been there. We have all been in that situation where it comes down to the end of the year and it's December, it's after Christmas, it's December 28th, 29th. You start thinking, oh man, I probably should, I probably should set some goals for the next year. You pull out your notebook and you see the goals that you set for the year prior. You beat yourself up because you didn't hit them. Or you congratulate yourself that you did hit them even though you totally had forgotten about them. You didn't know you did. So how do we get out of the recurring issue of forgetting about our goals? 
as I drink a little bit more coffee. We write them down. And we don't just write them down once. We don't write them down twice. We write them down daily. This is something that I've learned from a few friends, Grant Cardone for one, who I will not say is a friend, but maybe one day, Grant. J.D. Frost, a couple of others. Writing goals down daily keeps them in front of you. And when they're in front of you, you see them. And I know, I know what that sounds like. Of course, if you write them down, you're going to see them, right? Shifts your mindset. Shifts your mindset to making you think about what you're doing every single day to get to that goal. So every day I write my goals down. Now I will say I've tried this a couple of different ways. One has been writing down in a notebook. One has been typing them in. I've kind of combined those. I use my, I've got an iPad that I also have the first generation iPad pencil and I will use that and I will write my goals down on my iPad in the notes app. I try to, I try to use it with Evernote, which I like Evernote works. Uh, OneNote, any of those work. It's hard to beat a notebook with a pencil, but I'm trying to do everything. I'm trying to go more digital. So I'll just write them down on here. And the nice thing is whatever I write on my iPad, I can then view on my phone in the notes app. So I see every day and I write them down every day. Sometimes twice, but definitely once. And it keeps it in my head. I want to do record four podcasts in the month of January. I'm halfway there. I want to write a book by October 31st. Um... And a couple of other goals that I'll tell you about later. I'm not going to tell you about now. But by writing them down, they're in here. And I start thinking about them all day long. And then my habits change to hit the goals. So I want you to try that. Think about the goals that really are what you want. And then let's see how we can get there by developing a habit. Thanks for joining in on episode two of the Chris Gooden Fitness Podcast. I will be back with episode three. We're going to continue to get better. It's all about consistency, not about the intensity. Have a great day.